Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy and healthy life. Not as disabled people, but as people with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. So if you get a minute, check it out. How you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. We have got a good one for you today. Today, I'm going to introduce you to Michael McGrush. Now, you're saying, who the heck is Michael McGrush? Michael McGrush is an Austrian Californian. <laughs> all right? That should say it all. I, I, I don't think I have to say anything more, do I? <laughs> he was born in Austria, and he moved to California. And he is a multimedia artist. This man here, he is an artist. He's, he's a painter. He's also a musician. He's a speaker. He's a podcaster. And I don't normally do other podcasters. But he's a podcaster. He's also a writer. He's an author. He's published five books. He's got two more books coming out this year. He's a guide. He's a former commissioner of the arts for Newport, California. This guy has been all over the place. And here's the thing. He's got a sixth grade education. That's right. Sixth grade. He went to school for eight years, but only made it to the sixth grade. He got left back two years. Now, you're probably saying, what kind of mope is this? Uh, don't even think that. Don't even think that. This man is probably one of the most intelligent people you're probably ever going to meet. You'd hear him speak, and you'd probably say, this guy has got college behind him. He's got so much going on for him that he's self-taught. He, has, he was born with several problems. He's neurodiverse. He's got dyslexia, dysgraphia. He he's got he had the he had everything against him. He's self-taught. Now he grew up in a time when people took children that had learning disabilities and other kinds of physical disabilities and kind of pushed them to the side, kept them out of sight so that other people didn't see him. He taught himself. He actually taught himself. He fought against all odds. He thought out of the box. When people told him he couldn't, he fought twice as hard to show him that he could. This man is amazing. He has one thing, one floor, I guess some people might say. He believes that labels are nonsense. By that I mean he doesn't believe that there are black Americans, white Americans, Hispanic Americans... Mexican-Americans, Italian-Americans, Irish-Americans. He doesn't believe in any of that. He believes we're all one people. And I agree with him. 
I agree with him 125% I agree with him. Because if you take a white guy and a black guy, stand them up, go behind with a baseball bat, and whack them in the head, bang, bang, hit them both, don't they both hurt? Don't they both bleed the same color? You know, forget the candy coating on the outside and take the mushy stuff on the inside. We're all the same. We all bleed the same. We all hurt the same. We all have the same inside organs. And that's what he's trying to get across. You have to listen to what Michael says. He makes a lot of sense. Sometimes he goes off on a tangent. I got to tell you that. But he, he makes a lot of sense. And like I said, he's self-taught. He fought against the odds. I, I don't want to keep on talking about it. I want you to meet him. You're in for a treat. He taught himself how to speak English. He was born in Austria. Here he, here he, come, he comes to the United States and he speaks English like he was born here. Like he was born here. All right, he still has the Austrian accent, but like he was born here. Now, you get people that have no problems. They're not dyslexic. They have no problem with anything, and they still can't speak the language. Figure that out. Unbelievable. But I want you to meet Michael McGruce. So sit back, relax, get a cup of coffee or soda, whatever you drink, and just listen to this. He, he makes an awful lot of sense. And I'll talk to you on the other side. Okay, as I said, I'm here with Michael McGrooch. How are you doing today, Michael? Great to hear you. Great to see you. <laughs> great to see me. Great to be with you. Let's there, say that. There you go. That that works for me. I have a face that's made for podcasting. Trust me. So, yeah. you know, I am so impressed with you. Now, you suffer from dyslexia and dysgraphia. Can you can you yep. describe for the listeners what is dysgraphia? Uh, uh, you know, everybody knows this, dyslexia. Everybody knows that. Number. Yeah, to switch that, and uh, dysgraphia is a, a brain connection to your writing, uh, meaning when I make notes, and it's, 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 it's very funny, so I make a note, and if I don't do it caps, if I don't write it in caps, I cannot decipher it. And literally, I can decipher it. Let's say if I make a note now, perhaps after the after the podcast, I can actually not, still read it. But to, uh, uh, like an hour or tomorrow, it's gone. Really? It's literally, it's not like saying, "Okay, an hour you can read and then you can." It might be an hour. It might be not at all. Or it might be tomorrow that I can't read it. There is something in the brain that loses the context that cannot decipher the context. That you wrote, so, and um, and it's it's super weird. So it's super weird. Only if you don't write it in caps. Yep. Or I type it with a I type it with the uh, with a keyboard. 
But if I use my hand and also do, so for example, I'm an artist, right? I told you, right? Right. Because, you know, uh, so I'm an artist. And I could never, I'm only an abstract artist because I'm incapable. I was two years uh, in, uh, you know, figurative painting to learn it, to learn the skill. And literally a month before I stopped the course because I couldn't afford it, I said, I'm not a, not a, I'm not a painter, a figurative painter. I realized and I said, screw it. I'm just doing what I see. That's how I see you, Jim. Not how you look. I mean, other people might say, that's not Jim. No, no. I, I just did what I felt I see you in, in mining. And I loved it and everybody else loved it. But it doesn't look like a human. Right. Well, it that... might look like a stick figure, like something. But everybody says, yeah, that, I can see why you said that is Jim. But it wasn't figurative, systemic, you know, systemic. Make it like a photograph. Yeah. Right, and and that's a part of the dysgraphia. I cannot, I cannot also regurgitate. So that's the problem in school. I had, I you know understood math, but I cannot regurgitate math. So I cannot copy. That's why I'm not very system relevant at all because I cannot be generalizing. I have to be hundred percent me all the time, the one of one of eight billion people that I am. Now, we were talking before the podcast, and I find you to be very intelligent. Now, how far, how far in school did you go? I mean, I had eight years, of, eight years of, of school, and two of them I had to repeat, because in Europe, I was born in Vienna, Austria. In Europe, you have to, they're not pulling you with you, so you actually have to repeat. So you imagine... How I felt was 12 years old and with 10 years old, you know, people. So that was major shaming and, 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 and guilting me because they said you can't regurgitate. And school is about regurgitation. That's why people today that have these things use Ritalin and all kinds of uh, uh, psychopharmaca to concentrate, to make their brain to repeat things. But, you know, it doesn't guarantee them they, they can apply that knowledge, you know. So you only com- you only completed eight years of school. Yeah, literally six only that I actually passed six years. You be- believe me, and like I told you, I told you this right from the beginning. I don't blow smoke up people's ass. Yeah. I I would I would have thought that you completed at least two years of college from the conversation we were having. At least two years. Everybody says that. Everybody asked me, said, where did you learn all this? <laughs> Myself. Uh, Everything I have to do out, outside of the system. So you, and I can't read books, so you know I can't, <laughs> I can't just read up on shit. And now, yeah. you know, that, that surprises me when you say you can't read books because you've written six books and you have another book coming seven. out. I wrote, I wrote seven. Five were published. So, uh, and the next the two ones I do uh, now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I cannot. So, first of all, all my books are paragraphs. They're written in paragraphs. I say, you know, let's talk about art in classrooms. And then I give you a paragraph of art in classrooms. And the next one is art with other people, you know, or in institutions. Right. And I give you a paragraph of this. And I have to 
and I only can't comprehend the paragraph. So the other, it's very easy also my books to read because you just you just <laughs> scan through. Oh, I want to. I'm interested in the in in the art in the class, and I'm interested in art in museums and whatever. So so when I when I uh, and also my articles are on LinkedIn. I mean, I have fifty two or three articles, uh, really long ones on on, on uh, LinkedIn, and. Uh, when I can read a book, when I read my book, I have to, you know, to understand that chapter in what context that is and understand the context and play with it. I need to have the computer read it to me because I would lose because it takes so much focus to read for me uh, that I, I couldn't comprehend both. I can either read or read loud to you or I can focus on what I'm saying. I can't do both. My brain doesn't do both. So when I listen, it's easier for me because that's natural. You know, that's not a systemic action. Wow. It's, it's amazing to hear you say that. And I'm sure there's people listening that probably have the same problem, but yet aren't able to admit that. And maybe, maybe yeah. by you admitting it, as, as a person that writes books... Admitting that they can't read their own books, that, that, that's a big thing. And that might relieve yeah. some pressure off people because dyslexia, dyslexia alone is a terrible problem. It's a hard problem to overcome. Mm -hmm. And you really can't overcome it. You have to, no. you have to deal with it. And that's, yeah. that's a hard problem to deal with. And then to have the dysgraphia as well mm -hmm. alongside of it. That's a double and whammy. Sick, and being sick all the time. And uh, always was a sick child that, that on top of it. On top of everything but, else. Yeah. So because I had asthma, allergy, uh, sleep apnea, I mean, the whole kid and caboodle. The, the thing is, the thing is, you know, 25% of humans are neurodiverse, which is PTSD, ADHD, Dyslexia, dysgraphia, all the all the neuro uh, diseases um, that actually are deemed diseases. I don't even believe they are diseases. I think humans are born with whatever they have. The reason why because nature doesn't make mistakes. So if I'm, I, there wasn't a mistake because it, it took me fifty years to realize. But uh, but my dyslexia and stuff wasn't a mistake. It, it is perceived as a mistake and failure and non-system relevant in, from system school, you know, businesses and religions and whatever, uh, government. But it isn't, a, 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 it isn't that these are mistakes because in nature there is no mistakes. Right. So, exactly. I agree. So, you, so, so you're born, whatever you are, if you have green face, and blue uh, legs, it doesn't matter. You, you, th th there's a reason, and, and life is to figuring out why are you that way. The same is with you. You found out through the, all the, the hardship. That's why hardship, in nature, there's no hardship. You hurt yourself, you keep going on. You're not blaming, you're not saying, oh, I'm the victim of everything. No. Uh, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. But, 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 but because we're growing and ambiguity, oh, I'm in with people. We try to, ah, don't say anything, that person, blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. Say the truth. 
Because if you avoid that person to be uh, not feeling good because you said something, if I mean, you know, be be gentle, but say, hey, listen, Jimmy, that really hurt me. Now, right. Okay, uh, Jim, when you said this, that really hurt me, then we can talk about it. Exactly. But by me not saying I'm, I'm getting more and more aggressions against you, and sooner or later I'm, I'm blowing up with, without you knowing what the good you did. Because they always say, you're the greatest, Jim. You're the greatest, Jim. And this is BS. you got to stop doing things and stop trying to reverse engineer uh, what systems have deemed us to be different race, different gender, different sexuality, different hierarchy. We are all humans. That's it. We are all in this together. Why? Every single human. I agree right? with you 100, 110%. Because yeah. we're here, we're <laughs> that. That's why it it bothers me with the with with people who have disabilities. I I refuse to say someone's a disabled person, because if yeah. you if you say someone's a disabled person, that means they're a broken person. That's that's yep. that's false. People have mm -hmm. disabilities, and everybody. Every, if you look around, everybody has a disability. Not just the person mm -hmm. with a broken arm or a missing leg or a blind. Yeah. You know, person that's bald, that's a disability. He lost his hair. A fat person, yeah. that's a disability. They overeat. I mean, mm -hmm. everybody has a disability. And to say that they're, they're different from others, that's like saying, well, the black person is different from a white person. They're not. Everybody bleeds red. <laughs> Everybody yep. hurts if you hit them with a stick. You know, yep. it's, it's time to, to drop all the other things. Everybody's human, like you're saying. Everybody yep. breathes. Everybody's lungs, <laughs> you know, taking the same yep. air. We're all in this together. It's a, it's a time to stop the nonsense. It's time, it's time it to start yeah. helping people instead yeah. of hurting each other. That's the way I look at it. If, if it was true, okay, we are still a part of nature, right? We are not separate from it. We are a part of nature. So in nature, if it was right about genderism, except in mating season, genders don't care. They don't exist in nature. <laughs> Racism, oh my God, the, the zebra just freaks out uh, because the elephant is bigger. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody, but 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 systems get you know they have to categorize. They started categorizing to tender to them, but that was generations ago. And now you said, "Oh, we are all equal systemically." No, no, we cannot reverse engineer systemically our equality that we are by nature are. I don't care what you believe about. I mean, there's a super example in France. Just what happened just now, which I saw this way. This is why I saw it. This is my unique opinion, one of 8 billion people. I'm not saying it's the truth, but that's what I perceive. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Macron just uh, gave a 32-year-old kid basically the reins and said, you know, I can't handle it. You know, the people are upset. And the people, people are especially upset the last week before that happened because they said there's more foreigners than French people in France. And I said, what a bullshit. 
without the foreigners, the French cannot cannot even exist. It's just it's just all systemically created. Five years for five years, white race is minority in California, and nothing happens because humans are embracing each other. No, I would never want to be without Hispanics in 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 California or other or Asians. I would never want that. That makes life livable to be and see variants of humans, you know? But it shows you because it's so systemically in in, in France that they literally gave that to a 30-year-old kid that nobody knew. And if something goes wrong and they have war or anything, it was the young kid that that took over. It wasn't Macron, so he's safe. I don't don't know. I I I don't see it where... I don't see it where we need quotas or anything of anything. I don't care if you have more whites or more blacks or more Puerto Rican people or Oriental people. I don't care. If you have 99% white and half a percent black, none of that matters to me. As long as people are living safely and happily and nobody's hurting anybody you know that doesn't that's the way that's the way i look at it if 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 the streets are safe and people are safe to go out at night i remember when i was a kid the old people the older people would be able to sit out in front of their houses at night nobody Mm -hmm. bothered them they'd be able to go to the stores nobody bothered them now you can't even get on a subway without worrying about somebody stabbing you. You can't wor- yeah. You can't go to the store without worrying about somebody robbing you. It's things are just different now. Being a disabled person, I see it here in New York, where there, there was a there was a fella. He was in a wheelchair. They actually robbed him, threw him out of his wheelchair, took the wheelchair, and left him laying in the street in New York. I mean, so a person with a disabled with a, with a disability can't has to think three times before they go out to get food. Yep. It, it, it's sickening nowadays. Anybody, any woman too. Oh, for, woman, forget about it. Anything that is classified, Jim, anything that is systemically classified as a gender, race, sexuality, hierarchy in any way or form, so we are defined as that systemically. For generations ago, we were defined. Women's as uh, last time because the guys could be fight better in the wars. Oh, let's just dump all the stuff. What should the women do? Oh, they just cook and make more babies, more warriors. And from then on, everything changed. They were naturally an equal. We all humans are equal. It's, it's only the system that says, oh, because we conquered that race. We are better than them. Oh, because they the most valid system relevant are the fighters, so women are not as relevant. Uh, the rich people are more relevant than the poor people. All this is systemic uh, to, 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 to allow system leaders to hide behind systems and abuse them. If we say tomorrow, look, everybody's a human. I don't care what you think. Oh, uh, you know, uh, he did this because I'm no, everybody is a human. That's it. Oh. Then it's over. It's you know how much stress would be gone. 
He's rich. Okay, he's rich. So fine. He can be rich, but that doesn't mean he's better. And he has no right to 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 own a power over other people. Like you and I don't have a power over other people. Nope. Nobody, because you're system relevant, you should have power over other people. You don't. We can all do it together. That's the dream. That's that's what we hope for someday. That's why I'm reminding <laughs> you and I are reminding them of this because we could be victims and just sit in a corner and wait for dying. No, no. But I do want to talk about I do want to talk about you though. You are a shining example, whether you believe it or not, Michael. You're a shining example of what can be done when you have this when you have the 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 inside strength. Because you took you, I mean, you impress me. I know you don't like to hear hear this because you're you're a you're a private person. But you you impress me because you had such a rough upbringing. You were sick. You dyslexia, dysgraphia, and yet you overcame it. You didn't you didn't sit back. You could you're the type of person you had the you had the problems. That you could have sat back and said, oh, poor me, poor me, poor me. But instead you said, <laughs> bullshit. You got up, you kicked yeah. ass, you took names, you wrote books, you, you educated yourself. And I find that so impressive. And people could take a lesson from you. I mean, how did you, how many, first, let me ask, how many brothers and sisters did you have? I have three brothers and one, uh, no, two brothers and one sister, sorry. And did they That's have... My dyslexia. That's my dyslexia. <laughs> two brothers and one sister. <laughs> two confused brothers and a sister. Um, yeah. Did, you, did, did they have these problems? No, my sister had a little dyslexia, but, but the others, no. And did they, did they go on to college and stuff like that? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, but, but they're totally different. Like I say, you know, we're not only 8 billion complete different people with different fingerprints and eyes and, mm -hmm. and, and DNA. We are also having each of us has a different view on life. So okay. my whole family and probably yours has a completely different view on life than you do. Completely. And, what, and when you use and say, no, no, system, this is the normal, you generalize. A, a, a humans through systems that means you're also shaming them oh no I'm, I'm not trying you're, you're shaming every system relevant shames every human being and nobody wins i'm not That's trying why. to i'm not trying to do that what i'm trying to what i'm trying to point out is that you did this on your own you you picked up on your own and but I need to I, I tell you that something in that. I did it on my own, but I was blessed because of a lot of people that killed themselves, friends. Uh, and I was blessed in such extreme position with a spirit that is powerful. Exactly. And because, because I could, I'm not saying it's me. I don't want to, you know, I am not taking responsibility hundred percent that I live today. I say I was lucky 
And obviously, I wasn't lazy. But I don't believe anybody's lazy. I've seen people are lazy when they give up on the. They say, I can't be system relevant. So I just give up and eat chips and wait till I die and watch TV. <laughs> so, and art forced me to express myself, which I tell you is a secret for, for all your listeners. Humans need to express themselves in some way or form with an animal, uh, you know, playing with animals non-verbally, uh, with art or with shop, you know, doing something with their hands, doing a podcast like you. Humans need to express themselves and be with other humans because it, it gives you self-esteem, self-confidence, and if you like to find fulfillment, no matter how hard life is, it's the other humans that you can find, even if you fight with your wife. I agree with you. It's the other, you, 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 you never, if I say, oh, Jim, just watch Netflix, you're going to be happy. You will never be. No. If I say, oh, just do, you know, get on this systemic uh, regime of health and life, you never will be. No, you be have to have human Dancing contact. with humanity, dancing with humanity gets you fulfillment, and everybody is fulfilled differently, so fulfillment is the key emotion you want to chase because it is the emotional feedback loop that you, your individual, is on the right track. Not the school, not the system relevant. It's just, oh, my God, whatever, whatever. Like you and I, we are totally fulfilled right now. We're not thinking, oh, I need to do this. I need to walk the dog. I have to uh, pay my bill. We are 100% right here. And our disability made us enjoy that and Find the fulfillment in that. And that heals your spirit. You're 100% right. You have to have human contact. Yep. With yep. no matter what. And if if you don't, if you if you decide to live a hermit's life, that's how you that's what's gonna kill you. And sometimes you live that hermit's life because you think you're not good enough for the system. Sometimes you, I mean, you live you know, that hermit's life because you think you're too good for the system. Or that too, yeah. But you know that New York would not exist forever if the people wouldn't interact with each other. You know, you go to New York, everybody talks. Everybody has an opinion. Don't talk to me. I talk to you. What? Don't. What, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. Ask, ask me this. Ask me that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Don't act. Don't act me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, that's the dance. It's the dance. It's the human dance that keeps New York alive, not the city. It's the human dance of New Yorkans that that keeps them, the spirit of New Yorkans that keeps them alive. Well, you know, I have something here that you that you wrote. This just sticks with me. I can't. I can't help it. You wrote his embrace of human disability. As, a, as his ability to discover more of who we are, which helps raise yep. awareness of the limitlessness, yeah, limitlessness. Of, our, yeah. of our yeah. human potential. Yeah, it, it's true because our, dis our disabilities that we have force us to find ways to maneuver in life mm -hmm. differently than others. We have mm -hmm. obstacles that are in front of us 
that causes we have to find ways around obstacles like you have to find you have to find ways around your dyslexia in order to read right mm -hmm. and around the dysgraphia in order to understand what you, you what like like what you said what you had written so mm -hmm. you're you're faced with those maneuvers that you have you have to do in order to fit into society the same as I have to find ways to get around in a wheelchair to fit into, yeah. into society. But you're right. Our disabilities that we have help, uh, help to empower us. And people have to look yeah. at their disabilities like that. Yeah. Not as, not as, a, not as a, a minus, but as a plus almost in, our, in, our, yeah. in ourselves. There is no lose in uh, being alive. Right, in exactly. Nature, Whatever you do, even if you are the weak calf that is eaten sooner or later, you know, mm -hmm. but, because it's the weakest calf, it's your purpose. And you know, there's a, there's a bigger purpose. Whatever that is, whatever happens, that's what it is. So never, but when system says it's a, you're not supposed to be disabled, Michael and, and Jim, you are not supposed to be. You guys are faulty. You are a mistake. And that's the problem. And then it will be treated. Oh, the help that we get is a disgracing, shaming help. Oh, this mofo needs a wheelchair. Oh, Michael can't read. He needs a computer to help him read. And it's more, more, more because it is defined that you are not a quote-unquote normal human and they don't exist. Because it's eight billion one of ones with all different views on, on, on life. There isn't a generalization that is true from any system. It's all a generalization. It's just, okay, all men are stupid. All women are weak. Bullshit. You know there's women that are stronger than anybody, any man that I know. And there are men that are more feminine than any woman I, I know. Yeah, And there is uh, I mean, look at Martin Luther King. I mean, this is the, this is his man. I mean, there's stuff that every human is limitless. If you just let him systemically be limitless and not dumb him down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, look at yeah, you. Just, I'm going to bring this back to you once again. Here yeah. you are, again, dyslexic, dys dysgraphic, and you were a co-producer. With Robert Evans, yep, the the yep. one of the producers from The Godfather, yep, and and you, I have no education in film, by the way. Please, Jim, that, I want to let you know, I, I had no education in film. I'm not had no classes. I'm having a podcast. I'm not doing my 200th episode of a 30 second podcast that teaches people, makes them aware of the art creation, not of the product. And I have no schooling in art, zero. And I was walking, you know, trying to sell. I was walking in comics. I, I got, you know, I, I was smart. I, I'm good with humans. So they said, okay, let's sell TV. And I was in con, and I, I got a tip on my shoulder. And I said, are you Mr. McGrew? Just, yeah. And I was living already in L.A. parkwise, you know. So they said, are you McGrew? Yeah, here's my tag. He says, Mr. Evans would like to see you. I have no idea who Mr. Evans was. I had no clue 
that he was the longest paramount chef or whatever chief or whatever. And uh, I asked my friend's body there and say, hey, what do you say to that? I'm like, that card? That's a bullshit. What is this? And, he's, and the friend said, oh, my God, is that is Robert Evans. I mean, my, they say this might be bullshit, too, but they say, is that Robert Evans? He's this and this and this. I said, oh, I don't believe it. So I came three months later, later I came back to L.A., and I called and said, oh, well, Mr. Evans, hey, I, I want to talk to you. And he invited me for, for lunch, and then we co-produced, <laughs> we co-produced the documentary because I was in documentary, and he co-produced the documentary with me for KTLA. Really? So, yep. What was, yeah. what was the name of the documentary? Uh, the Hope is, I can remember, it's about the uh, assassination of the Pope. Wow. Uh, the, the world is alive, you know, the, the world is alive. And I tell you, Jim, there's no way in hell I could have predicted that. There's another one. I got to be a city arts commissioner of Newport Beach. I was just going to bring that up. I was just going to bring that up. I have no idea how that happened. No. I'm just telling people, don't do bullshit. Don't do try to manipulate things. Just be open and be human first. Because because people knew me, six council members off the council of seven have voted for me. And the one that hasn't voted for me has only not voted for me because he didn't know me. <laughs> so if you don't think human, human connections are, are, are what, what makes your life actually function, it's all human connections. We are all one family and never see it as he's there and I'm here. Even if he is totally opposite of your opinion, or she, your wife, or whatever, you, you, we are one family, and we have to dance with each other. Well, if I can give anything to your listeners, dance with humans. Well, I tell you what, you gave to me, you gave me the name of this this episode. I'm going to call the epi- the name the name of this episode is going to be Dancing with Humanity. Yep. That's yep. That's, that's, that's that's the name of this episode. Can't be more powerful. Jim, it cannot be more powerful. If it, we give one advice, if you and I give one advice from our uh, awareness that we together created, because I don't get the same wording with every, you know, every host. Yeah. Humans is advance with humanity, not fight humanity, not compete with humanity, not put the other person down or up. Because no. it's the same as when you lift somebody up. Oh, Elon Musk is the greatest, Jeff Bezos is the greatest. I would never want to talk to them. Not they're not my enemies. I'm boring. Why would I I'd rather talk to you who is a part that I don't even know. I haven't known you. No, we met today for the first time. <laughs> yeah, and that fulfills me. I know everything about you. I mean, you just need to read up on Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. Or anyway, Taylor Swift or anything. Right. It's not interesting to me. A system relevance is the most uninteresting thing possible. What's, what's really... I, I don't care about talking to Trump, to Biden, anybody. No. I talk to every human because every human to me is a treasure, a limitless treasure. And I interact with them to allow them to express themselves to me. Exactly. Like you just expressed a beautiful title to me. I wouldn't have thought about that title. No, when I you say people when you, dance. When you said it before, you know? I wrote it down. I said that's gonna be the name that's gonna be the title 
of this episode because it it, yeah. it just it explains the entire episode dancing with humanity we've touched on we've touched on everything from race and gender to ability and disability all in this one episode and i'm very proud of that i'm very proud of that yeah and yeah. that that title suits it all yeah that that says it all now i do want my michael what what is what is a way that our listeners can get in touch with you? Because I'm sure there's people out here that are going to want to talk to you. Uh, you're going to go, uh, it's only one hub where you can get to me. And you can see my art, my books, my interviews, uh, my music, everything. Uh, it's michaelm.com. Michael with two L's. michaelm.com. Very simple. Very simple, and you can my social networks and everything in there, and the connection to LinkedIn. So, if you like what we talked about, it there's a lot in LinkedIn into a variant. So I did just a huge, wonderful thing about war. So if you are afraid of war or you're worried about people being killing in war, there's a, a war document that is surely making you understand, like we did today. The human-centric view versus the system-relevant view. Because I am not an expert in wars at all. Well, the human-centric thing that's important. If you didn't get that address, don't worry about it. It's going to be in the show notes for this episode. And I'm going to have a nice picture of Michael in this <laughs> with the show notes, so you can <laughs> see, so you can see who you're talking to. And yeah. believe me, they. If you read what this man is saying, he he reading what he says, it's it's like having a conversation with him. He it I've read some of his notes and they're very easy to read and it's very conversational. It's not uh how do I put it? It's it's not lecture, not not system relevant. It's it's common sense because you can't we have one human denominator, one common denominator. Everybody's human. Exactly. Doesn't matter from what system you are. So you better talk uh, common sense. Exactly. You, if I use use all this vernacular, the system vernacular, that's how you eliminate uh, people. You just if I talk about yeah, you know the podcasting Monica that we do and blah 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 blah. We could talk about that like that. Nobody would understand it. Right. And that's. And that's, that's how you become systemically powerful because you just, I mean, tell me one politician that talks about humans. Everybody talks systemic. I'm better. The taxes are from here. That's nobody. And when they use humans, they say the uh, Chilean people, the uh, Puerto Rican people, the, it, it's never saying, hey, humanity is like this. We just systemically segregated in different uh, which systems did in system uh, in different races and 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 stereotypes that all blacks are this all Puerto Ricans are this all Dominicans are this but uh, uh, and and the problem is humans are actually taking that on they're taking that stereotypical system stereotypical on and make it reality you know, it's just like what people say about Jews and, and, and everything, all these stereotypes. And just, I, you know, it is so sad. What a waste of time and energy. 
Well, when you when you read Michael's writings, it's like you're reading an old friend's writings. He's not yep. he's not writing from corporate America or anything like that. It's very down to earth. Yeah. Sometimes he he get he, sometimes he he does go a little bit off the deep end, but that's what you expect from <laughs> that's what you expect from an old friend too. So you know it, he does it, it, it's. It's it's very his writings are very entertaining, and when he writes to you, he writes to you. He doesn't write to the general public. He writes to you, yep. Which makes things even better, makes it more personal. So write him, and you can have, and he'll he'll answer everybody. I right? Am I yep. am I speaking yep. out of turn, Michael? No, no, I, 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 especially if you, I mean, I would say, I would respond to you, like, if you ask me something about art, and it's in my, it's in my thing, because my, my thing are 30 seconds. If it's there, uh, I would say, just re- uh, listen to the thing, and if you still have an answer, uh, a question after, because that's 30, in, in, in a couple of hours, you have listened to all my episodes of, of, of things, so I'm not wasting your time. And the stuff that you learn is so much enriching to you, but if you still have a question, I answer. I love questions, especially when you give me a, a human question, a human-centric question. It's like, I'm disabled that I can't, I, I don't fit in. And I said, I understand. I didn't fit in either. <laughs> <laughs> I will answer you, you know, I will answer you the human-centric but if you say, how do I make more money? I don't know how to make more money because I'm not rich. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, I'm not system relevant. If you know, he... how, do I, how do I write six books? I said, you write them because you like writing, not because you want to have a book. But systemically, you have to have a lot of books. Bullshit. You well, don't. If, if, he... you, if you don't like it, don't do it. If he knew how to make more money, I, I wouldn't be airing this podcast. I'd be making more money because he told me. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But Michael, no, but nothing can nothing can beat that podcast. Nothing. There's no money that can pay for what we created for humanity today. Well, let me tell you something. This has been a pleasure talking to you, and I want to have you back on the podcast. I want anytime. You, I want you to be a part of our community here, because you speak with common sense. Yep. You you're not afraid to you're not afraid to speak your mind and that's one thing I love. And another thing, another thing, you like I said before, you are the type of person that could have sat in the corner and said, "Woe is me." And instead you said, "The hell with that. I'm going to go out and I'm going to make my way no matter what. I'm going to overcome the hurdles i'm going to go around the obstacles and you did it and you do it every day and because of that i'm in awe of you i i admire you for what you do and i know it sounds like i'm blowing smoke up your ass but i'm not because i appreciate it that you say that i appreciate that you say it but i want to make sure i have a plan I, i want to tell everybody i didn't have a plan to go into television. I didn't have a plan to be arts commissioner. I didn't have a plan to be on podcast. I'm, I'm, I didn't have a, it just happened because I want to be always 100% me. That's why I'm against goals, against 
against uh, success. I say fulfillment. When you chase fulfillment, you discover your past that is one of eight billion. Well, that's it. You just, I'm not yep. saying that you had a goal and that you were scratching and reaching for it. I'm saying you yep. didn't sit back and lay down. You had a goal yep. just to be alive. Yeah, and I was lucky. And I was lucky to have that spirit because a lot of friends of mine died uh, or killed themselves. Unfortunately. And yep. I, think, I think everyone in our community knows somebody that took their life. At least one person, and yep. myself. I know. I know a few that did. And mm -hmm. I, I'll be honest with you, I'm mad at them. I'm mad at those people that did it because I. But they didn't know. Well, they didn't know. They 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 knew they knew what they were doing. They knew they were taking that that way out. But I'm mad at them for With doing. The highest suicide rate. We have the highest suicide youth rate right now since ever. Oh, nobody wants to talk about it because the system says you got to be this. You got we, we, you and I, we're running in the in, in the woods. We were in touch with nature. We we fixed something. I was into motorcycle when I was fourteen years. I was creating a mo moped, whatever. Mm -hmm. You can't have that today. You need to play piano, uh, dance ballet, do this, do that, uh, you know, ride a horse, do that. And if you don't, you are your family is already a loser. Yeah. So it is such a system stress that we put on humanity versus saying, what can we do, Freddie, Susie, Charles, to look at you and to find the oneness that you are? Because you're not like, see, what kills us and why we give up and why we get lazy is the same thing, Jim, Michael. Hey, you guys have disability. We use somebody else. Right. And you know from your, our experience, nobody can exchange it. Because if you have the best team or the worst team, one person can change the whole team in the system. So everyone is totally valuable because there's only one of them. And when he dies, we have to pay, pick up the slack. When you kill yourself or you get killed in a war, the rest of humanity has to... Uh, Pick up the slack that you left. I guess. Oh, again, Michael, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. And I, again, Anytime. like I said, I'd like to have you back on again. We'll we'll do a catch up, and I'll talk to you again real soon. Have a great day today, Michael. I appreciate you. Thank you. to thank Michael McGrush for sharing his out-of-the-box thinking with us here today. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for being here with us today. And I want to remind you of something very important. No matter what, no matter what, things can always be worse. That's right. Right now, there's somebody somewhere wishing that they were in your position. So things can always be worse, my friends. Please remember that. And I want to remind you, too, you've been listening to An Apple a Day. My name is Jimmy Apple, and I want to let you know we've got some dynamite guests coming up. We're going to be talking about TikTok and social media and how to navigate it and 
maybe build up your own social media channels. We got a lot coming up. There's a lot of exciting things happening here at an apple a day over the next few weeks. So make sure to check back in often. Have a great day today, my friends. Talk to you soon. Thank mm-hmm. you.